0: You, my friend, are listening to the Happy Hearthstone. This episode is brought to you as always by listeners just like you. Thank you so much, Major Death, Barbaric Yop, Bodicus, Wicked Good, Jake H., Dante S., Mr. Jones, Trevor Y., and Avantes for supporting the show. You too can join this amazing family, get some great perks for yourself over at patreoncom the happyhearthstone. And be sure to join our Discord. It's free and there's always great conversation happening. Just go to over to the slash Discord to get in there today. Hello and welcome to episode 160 of the Happy Hearthstone, the longest running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. I'm your host, Andrew Brown, and I've got to say, the happiness has shifted around these parts. Things are feeling a little less joyful and a little more trivial uh maybe there's more scheming going on i don't know what it is but there's just an air of villainy around here and i couldn't have chosen a better mastermind to be here with me today than my good friend Lindsay. what's going on Lindsay? hey
1: everyone how's it going
0: good i'm so excited to have you here Uh, we had a blast uh doing some scheming of our own at blizzcon this past year yes we did Uh, got to meet up for the first time there it's um, so i'm i I've, this has been a long time coming to have you on the show and it's per i mean it's honestly i've got to say it's a special treat to have the full expansion and uh, just happen to be here for that episode so like i know we'll talk about all the details but how hyped are you for the game of hearthstone right now
1: i'm super hyped especially because i haven't i've been kind of in this weird flux where i haven't been playing anything And Mm -hmm. this has made me so much more excited to come back to Hearthstone this month, actually.
0: (laughs) I I, I don't think you are alone in those sentiments whatsoever. Um, You know, many people are are very excited about this because this is going to be a shot in the arm. And I think they've actually really blown it out as far as like things to be excited for this isn't just another expansion. It doesn't feel like, I mean, this is truly the year of the dragon. So it's going to be a really fun time. Well, Hey, but before we get too deep into this, I want to introduce you, allow you to introduce yourself, I suppose. So tell us about who you are and how you got in the whole Hearthstone scheme. And, uh, yeah.
1: So, uh, I'm Lindsay. Um, people know me on Twitter as Linzel tinsel or unicorn Linz. Um, I started gaming about six years ago. Um, like, mostly gaming. So I gamed a little bit in high school. I played Diablo. I was a big fan of that. Um, nice. And then I stopped, you know, went to college, became a non-adult adult, and <laughs> uh, went through grad school and kind of, like, was trying to find something that I loved again um, outside of school and fell in love with gaming, uh, built my own computer with my friend, and started playing WoW and... Um, and then out of that came my love of Hearthstone and Hearthstone became like my game. And I just have been playing that pretty much nonstop uh, since it came out.
0: So had you played other card games before? Was Hearthstone the first uh, the first um, one for you?
1: So I played Magic the Gathering a little bit in middle school, but that okay. was a while ago. <laughs> uh-huh. So um, it was, it, it, I didn't really remember it. It was kind of one of those things where I was like, I loved it then, um, haven't thought about it since, and what I really wanted and took from Hearthstone in the long run was I wanted to play WoW all the time, and, (laughs) um, sometimes, you know, as some people do, I needed something to do during class, and so I would totally just, like, pop open a game of Hearthstone, play a couple, and just, and be done, and get that out of, you know, out of the way, Uh um, so, yeah, it was that was nice. But uh, before that, the outside of those two, nothing.
0: Wow. So what, what has it been like then? Did you I'm guessing, did you ever see something like that happening or was it more? Hey, there's this little game in the Blizzard universe that sort of gives me like a taste of what I really want to do or something like that. I like um, what got you in
1: Blizzcon. The announcement at BlizzCon. Um, oh, and you then were there? I was. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And so I was, I was really excited because of that. And then it kind of turned into more like, um, you know, do I want something on my phone all the time? And, and then I was, it was, yeah. So then it, and then it became like, I'll just put it on my iPad. Like, I won't put it on my phone. And then it, and then it went okay. to my phone and then it went to my computer. And then I didn't really play WoW for a while. <laughs> you know it all just took a (laughs) turn
0: it's funny it's a it's a first hit is free kind of thing there yeah now i know you're a local to the uh the blizzcon la area and stuff so like have you always been a, a blizzard fan i mean i know you said diablo was kind of where you first went and then world of warcraft are there i guess like have you gone into pretty much every game that they've that they've made
1: yeah, for the most part, um, when people ask me if I'm a gamer, I will say I am a Blizzard gamer. I rarely ah, ever play anything key distinction. else. Yeah, uh, it's very rare that I'll play anything else, and so I just have like I have to clarify that because I'll get people being like, "Oh my gosh, do you play Fortnite? Do you play Rocket League? Do you play this? Do you play that?" And I'm like, "No, I <laughs> <laughs> I play WoW, Diablo, Overwatch, Hearthstone, <laughs> like, you know, and Starcraft is the only game I've never played." um from blizzard but Mm -hmm. uh yeah but outside of that i've played everything else um yeah and and being close by i wasn't always close to the blizzard campus and we moved out Um, here because we had friends that were gamers and now it's so funny because everywhere you go you literally see a blizzard shirt or you know (laughs) some you know like something on a car or it's just it surrounds you and you now i just don't think twice about it
0: yeah, I wasn't sure if it was just because I was there for BlizzCon that it had just taken over, you know, that city or if it was just a normal thing. But it sounds like it uh, sounds like there's plenty of love all year round. It's pretty there.
1: normal. <laughs>
0: uh, so have you gone to every BlizzCon since then or have you just been here and there? Or?
1: Um, every one. I think this year was my fifth.
0: Holy cow.
1: Yeah. So That's I've been to, to every single one. Um, There was only one that I only stayed for a day. But outside of okay. that, yeah, I've been to every one.
0: Wow! So, what's been the most exciting thing that happened at a BlizzCon that you were at?
1: Oh man, I I loved the Battle for Azeroth, um, cinematic that came out.
0: Oh yeah, all
1: about that Sylvanas. So
0: that was twenty seventeen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. So that was crazy, and I think that one, and the, and then pre, I mean, wow. Obviously, always <laughs> their their announcements are so amazing. Um. I would say like this last year's BlizzCon was the only one that I was like, not that cool. Yeah. Um, but beside that, yeah, probably Battle for Azeroth was like nice. my favorite moment.
0: That's a good choice. Well, yeah. we're we're not we're not here to decide horde and alliance and all that <laughs> stuff. Although I'm sure we could if we wanted to. Um, but when it comes to Hearthstone, Lindsay, what's your gameplay like? Like, what what do you enjoy doing in the game? Which classes do you like? All that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely a casual player. Like I've ne- I have never been competitive in any of my gaming. Um, okay. I I like that I can go in and not have to think really hard. You know, it's just more fun. Mm-hmm. It's definitely my relaxing time. So when it comes mm-hmm. to Hearthstone. I'm very much like the casual player. Um, I log in and play. I learn the cards that I need to learn for the decks that I like. Um, Mm -hmm. I love trying new decks. But I definitely am that person that's like, oh, this, like I want to log in and I want to win a few games. This is the deck Mm -hmm. that I can play to win a few games and like feel great Mm -hmm. about myself and then leave. Um, And then and then I have my days where I'll just log in and be like, I'm gonna try this deck. Okay, I hate this deck. Never gonna do this. (laughs) <laughs> um, we're going to do this again. I think, uh, Daniel made me a deck at, at BlizzCon this year. And I mm-hmm. logged in and I was like, this is the worst thing ever. I <laughs> like, why, why are you making me this? I don't enjoy this. Um, yeah. Anyway. Was it but, like a
0: meta deck or was it just something he had just it was, thrown together? It
1: was something he had thrown together as a paladin deck, which I really don't like playing paladins. So, oh, okay, okay. so that was the first like strike. Um, I definitely, I'm more of a mage, uh, mage okay. and hunter. So, I loved um, my favorite deck of all time, was the C'Thun Mage. So oh, wow. That was, yep. yeah, my favorite. And then I played Rexar Hunter forever because how could you not love Rexar Hunter? You can still play Rexar Hunter. It <laughs> yes, it's going to be
0: a thing until the day of rotation. Yeah.
1: For sure. Oh, yeah, and I still am playing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, my Secret Hunter. And I, I, the funny thing is, is, that I loved my mage deck, and I like could never find a replacement for that deck because it was so strong. Um, it was mm. fun to play; every card that you drew was just fun. Like it was never a pause where you're just like, "I don't think I'm going to get a good draw." Um, and and I found that again in Secret Hunter. Okay. Like it just made it a little bit felt like I was constantly moving. There was never that big stagnant part of the game where I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, I'm going to lose." You know, <laughs> like, right. it, it was it was always to the last. Like to the last term, where you're like, if they get a really good job, then they're going to win. And if they don't, then I'm going to win, uh, which <laughs> yeah. I, I like those games. I like the ones where I feel like I'm actually matched against someone that um, that is at a like where we're actually playing each other, not mm-hmm. losing immediately or winning immediately, too. It's right. never fun. It's there's, never fun. A, there's
0: kind of a back and forth. Yeah, you always had a chance that kind of thing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's interesting with Mage because, um, like, Hunter, you've got a lot of aggressive builds. You've got Death Stark or Rexar who allows you to just cheat every single minion that you shouldn't have in the game into the game. Yes. But, um, but with Mage, like, if you're not playing, like, an aggressive tempo Hunter, there are some grindy control Mage, I guess, games that you, or decks that you could build. But I, I would assume that those don't really fit, in, fit into your playstyle because there are several turns where you're just like, if I'm doing nothing, then that's... Uh, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. When I, you play the
0: Astromancers, it's a big deal, and that feels good. But yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: and I was really—I keep hoping every time they do an announcement, like, and they release the Mage cards, where I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be like another, you know, like another good expansion for Mage. And mm-hmm. I honestly have not found a Mage deck that I enjoy playing mm-hmm. since uh, Old Gods. Like, there's yeah, there's been nothing really that I've loved, and I've been like, yeah, I want to log in and play that. Well, um, yeah, so
0: We we have a lot more cards to see So yes. who knows, there could be something right up your alley in this next expansion <laughs> We do need to get to those details But before we get there, Lindsay, I have to ask why you're happy today
1: uh, So I have a few things One, um, I am done with my biggest portion of like work season, busy season So nice. I get like, a nice month of more so relaxing So that's a big one I can find finally... the month
0: of April, pretty much.
1: Yes. The month of April. Okay, okay, good,
0: good. That is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got to play. Seasons. Yeah.
1: I got to play games again, which I haven't for the past three months. I've been too busy. And that, and just, and then outside of that, uh, we moved to a new apartment and my cats are so happy and they've been just sitting Yay. at the window the entire time, <laughs> uh, chasing birds through the window. Like, and that just brings me so much joy. So, uh,
0: oh. I know if if you follow Lindsay at all on Twitter, you know, she is very much smitten by her cats because uh, they are they are the most precious and adorable. Uh, they're pretty creatures. adorable. Yes. <laughs> How many say. do you guys have? I can't remember. Two. Yes.
1: Yeah, so we Two. have da- okay. Dante right. and Newt um, and Dante is a kitten and Newt's about a year and a half old. So they're wow. really adorable. So they're adorable. both pretty
0: young. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. They're full of energy at five in the morning. Right.
0: That is good, and I'm sure I, if they're enjoying their view of the of the birds outside, that's going to keep them engaged for a good long time. So.
1: Yes, makes my life a little bit easier.
0: <laughs> don't have to buy so much on the catnip and the yes. toys and stuff. Exactly. Or you, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm happy today because I've actually got some time to bachelor it up. So my wife and daughter are actually out on the East Coast with her family. So. I, it's weird going from intense family life to just nothing. Mm -hmm. So I actually like, I foresaw this coming because we had planned this trip for a while. And I like wrote out myself an hour by hour schedule for the entire time she's gone.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. And
0: and don't worry i have plenty hours on there for lounging for gaming i've played a lot of apex legends in the past couple days so so it's not like i'm just i'm just doing a ton but it's like i i've realized that if i don't do that my productivity goes to zero and I just do absolutely nothing. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to combat that by being intentional, giving (laughs) myself those pockets of, okay, you can do whatever during these times, but here's your time to bless your wife by cleaning the house or go out and actually get that dentist appointment that you haven't had in three years. So, uh, yeah, trying to do the right stuff and it's going, it's going pretty well so far. So that sounds like a good list. Yeah. I, I actually, I would, I, 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 picked it up when I was a freshman in college because that was like the first time I really had full freedom. And I just thought I'm going to literally tell myself what to do every hour. And it worked well. Um, and I I don't know, it's it's a system for me I've found to help me do the stuff I want to do better. So, uh, you know, some people that comes more naturally to, I'm sure some of you listen to that, like, what, like <laughs> why do you have to tell yourself what to do? I just do. And then there are others of you who I'm sure are like, yep, that's the only way I can get anything done. Um, that's I saw how it, I am. That's how you are. Yeah. I, you'll relate with this. Then I saw that I saw this perfect meme the other day that was uh, the guy who's like sweating profusely, not sure if he should uh, click the button or not. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And now I can't find it. There's the there's the freaking button. Yeah, and then the button says literally just complete the single task you're supposed to get done so you can enjoy yourself later. And he's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I just I save like that sweat because
1: Sweat pouring. Yeah,
0: exactly. That that is my life. So, anyway, but that's all been going well. Um I have because I've had some extra time, I have some time to stream this week. So, thank you so much to those of you who have already come out to hang out on some of the streams that I've done uh, there are some this week. If you're listening to this on Monday from early release on the patron or on Tuesday or Wednesday, there's still a couple going on. So you can check out my Twitter at Andrew is Living. Uh, for the dates and times and all that. Or you can just jump over to Twitch uh, at Andrew's Living there and you can follow, get notifications and stuff, and that'll be fun. Plus, I have to give a little spoiler for, or a little teaser, if you will. It's not a spoiler, it's a teaser, that I have a super secret special surprise for the Happy Hearthstone listeners. And it is going to be a bonus episode that comes out later this week. And I can't tell you what it's going to (laughs) be. Because I'm masterminding this thing and doing all sorts of evil work. But I promise you, it is it is going to be very, very special. So I'm super hyped about that. And you can just uh, continue to wonder what that is for just a few more days. It'll be out pretty quick. So it's all good. But are you, are you are, are, well, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm saying scheme every other word. And there's got to be some synonyms. I, I should have pulled up my evil evil synonym thesaurus or something. But I kind of like it. It's nice. Yeah. Well, maybe we should just actually talk about the expansion and then we can actually get to all of that. So Rise of Shadows (laughs) is the first expansion for the Year of the Dragon. And my goodness, I mean, we were all we were all ready for this, but I didn't know how ready I was for this. And we haven't even seen most of the cards yet, but more are coming. I mean, they are spilling out of everywhere this week. We had the card reveal stream this week and, uh, we've got a calendar now, uh, like they typically do of all of the like little peeks at the artwork and stuff. There's some pretty cool stuff on here. There's definitely some, uh, there's like, people are wondering if Shutterwalk's cousin is a, is a card yeah. because there's this evil, weird looking thing. There's definitely some Murloc love. Uh, this guy looks like Millhouse Manastorm. So there's that. They did um, a really but... good
1: job with the artwork this round. I mean they always do, yeah. but I feel like they're getting more and more in depth.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm always impressed at how they're able to pull artwork from so many different uh, influencers and, and and artists and just make it into one cohesive set. It just I don't know, it always surprises me. It seems like everyone is like awestruck too. I just see a ton of like mouths gaping like oh my yeah. gosh, what is that? Um I don't know if that's intentional, but like literally <laughs> that's like 80% of the of the creatures in this set it looks like. So that should be fun. Anyway, Rise of Shadows, what the heck is it? Um the villains uh there it's what we're from is called this like the 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 League of Villains, right? And they're going to infiltrate the mighty city of Dalaran. And the the League includes Rafam, Dr. Boom, Hagatha, King Togwaggle, and Madame Lazul, who's the fortune teller we've seen from those uh, those teasers and from Whispers of the Old Gods. And so he has, he has brought them all together to go and, and basically pull off this big heist. That's about all we know so far. There's like little bits here and there. Um, but I'm really, I, honestly, I'm really excited to see the solo adventure content to sort of see how the story plays out if they let you play as some of the villains um, and and kind of how that works and stuff. So it's cool that we have all these villains from the past of Hearthstone that are finally, uh, I, don't, I don't know, this feels like a celebration of really what Hearthstone is. How, how did this whole theme take you, uh, Lindsay? Is this something that that you saw coming or that you've enjoyed or, or how do you no, feel about it?
1: I did not see it coming at all. And I feel like, um, I feel like the last year of Hearthstone, I've, I've just been kind of lost mm-hmm. on what's going on, um, especially since like Knights of the Frozen Throne was such a, to me was such a great chunk of cards and like storyline and all that stuff. And I felt really mm-hmm. lost with anything else that came out. Um, I'm so excited that they're bringing back people. Like, it feels like they're just tying everything together that Hearthstone has been and throwing it all at us. Like, here you go. Here's your fun little thing. Have, (laughs) you know, like, enjoy this. Let's see what we do with this. Um, And I like their announcement videos are have also been the most exciting for me in a while where I feel like I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to know what's next.
0: Mm -hmm. Like,
1: please tell me. Give me more.
0: They really drew us out with each of the villains, like kind of getting introduced Mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, and then if, if you have not seen the Rise of Shadows announcement trailer with Dave Kosak, you really need to, because there's lots of fantastic tongue in cheek moments yeah. where they poke fun at themselves, which I think <laughs> is the highest form of self-awareness. So I, I very much appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I and, and I think the fact that they've teased out that the three expansions included in the Year of the Dragon are going to build on the storyline, it gives me even more anticipation that it's not just about what we learn in this set, but then where do they go from there, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, The fact that we're learning about these villains tells me that we're also going to learn about some heroes, which was kind of everyone's sort of, thought from the beginning of this, but they they have said that each of these villains is sort of represented in one of the classes. So Rafam is Warlock, Doctor Boom is Warrior, Hagatha is Shaman, Togwaggle is Rogue, and Madame Lazul is Priest. So the other four uh classes, that'd be Mage, Paladin, uh what what am I Crazy. forgetting? Druid and Hunter, goodness. <laughs> um those those four are sort of the hero classes so we don't know who those people are and i kind of wonder if they're holding off on those until the the second expansion for the year in august um but i i don't know they're gonna have to spoil some of it i think because otherwise the league of villains is just gonna take over Dalaran, and yeah. that's gonna be boring there's gotta be a little bit of a little bit of tuffle here and there you know and then
1: so. it'll just be wow all over again so we don't need that
0: (laughs) it's got to be unique somehow, (laughs) you know so um really great super thankful they just came right out the gates and said tuesday april 9th is when this is dropping so uh this is a really fast turnaround actually um i it seems like i there's so much hype right now with all the card reveals and all of that but it is a much shorter time frame between where when they announced it and when it hits so Uh, I, I'm sure everyone just wants new cards. So come on, we're, we're okay with that. I think yeah,
1: we're all hitting Um, our wall there.
0: Exactly. And they did announce that they are going to do another round of pre-release events. Uh, they mentioned this with year of the dragon, but specifically, you know, rise of shadows, it is going to come out. They had a few more details with that that this is going to look exactly like the pre-release events for Rastakhan's Rumble where they've got two special tavern brawls, one where you've got no limits on cards. Uh, You can use anything that you get from the card packs. And then they'll have a deck recipe uh, tavern brawl that everyone can play with uh, new cards and new decks and stuff. I'm a little bit bummed because the no cards uh, barred. Uh, wasn't really that interesting unfortunately mm-hmm. I, just having it limited to what you have was so awkward and i i remember uh when we did our last pre-release i made a deck i i remember opening grifta as my first legendary because of course and so i i just have to throw them in because i i want to play with new cards you know <laughs> and, and i think i got like five gurubashi chickens so it's like okay i'll, I'll do that too you know like I made some wonky warrior rush or rush warrior deck and I I played a game and it was just weird. So I I hope that they'll consider just opening up a tavern brawl where you can make whatever you want with all of the cards um because it's it's smart that they make the no limits thing in there because otherwise you wouldn't really be able to create a new deck, but it's it's still so wonky and I think that for that night when you're so hyped you should be able to play with some of those cards. I, I think that would make the hype grow even more because you can mess around with some of the things you've uh, thought about creating, theory crafting, and stuff. And then, honestly, like when you get back and it releases, if you don't get that, or if you didn't get that card before, then you just want to buy more packs so that you can get yeah, it. So it would be it's a genius It feels like a win win to me. Yeah, it'd be
1: a genius business. Like, drive to do that because exactly what you just said people will buy more and all that stuff or they'll or you'll you'll get to see me you're like there's plenty of times where we all do this where we hype up a card and we're like this is going to be the best card and Mm -hmm. we're all going to love it and then you craft it and you play it and you're like this is the worst card (laughs) (laughs) like why did i spend all of my fana on this like what did i do to myself
0: I guess that's the flip side, that if you discover that, then maybe you're not as hyped to to buy into stuff, but I don't know. But that's rare. I, I th- that's a rare. I th- yeah, I think it is, and I, I think that they could do something like that just to, just to make it more engaging. But regardless, it will be fun to do. I am excited to announce that my buddies Rod from Tier 5 and Saucy Mailman from Into the Wild, we're going to do another pre-release event here in Colorado Springs on Saturday, April 6th. So if you're in the area, please plan on coming out uh, from 5 to 7 at a little coffee shop called Hearthstone Native. I don't know if I said this last time. Uh, it's, it is it is a really funny story how we connected with them um, because they they didn't even know about the game Hearthstone when they founded uh, their place or <laughs> anything like that. But but we formed a really cool partnership. They love hosting these events, and honestly, their coffee is bomb. So uh, please come hang out with us if you're anywhere in the Colorado, Wyoming-ish area. Uh, you could be up in Jackson Hole and still come down here. So... Um, yeah, Saturday, April 6th. That will be fun. Are you going to try and make it out to one of these, Lindsay? I'm going I'm sure to try, try gotta... to.
1: Actually, I won't even be here. I will be in Baltimore oh, for no. that entire oh, week. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I'll be at a convention for work, so I won't even be able to really do anything. That oh,
0: week. you'll be I, super busy. Too I feel then, like man.
1: every expansion that comes out, I'm always gone the week that it comes out.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: this will be my fourth one in a row. Ugh. So, yeah. <laughs> but,
0: well, we'll you can. You should tell your work, hey guys, we need to get our priorities straight around here because <laughs> yeah. there, there's a Hearthstone expansion coming out. This, this convention we could move to another time.
1: Seriously, okay? yeah. <laughs> uh, <come on. laughs>
0: well, regardless, I hope you'll look this up. You can go to firesidegatherings.com to see if you can find one in your area. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, what else? I mean, we really haven't talked much about the uh, the different themes and things that are in this expansion. So Lindsay, I know you're really hyped for like these new keywords and stuff like that. Yes. Um, why don't you just pick one that's your favorite and we can talk about it for a little bit here.
1: Um, I'm going to pick the lackeys because I love okay. them. Okay. Um, nice. I just think they're, I think it's such a cool idea that they've come up with. Uh, well, actually no, I, this is hard. I can't choose between the schemes and the lackeys because <laughs> I've just been let's, so like excited, but I'm going to go let, with lackeys.
0: Let's talk about lackeys first <laughs> and then we'll get to the schemes. <laughs>
1: um, no, I just, I think that that's such a cool, like, kind of like this henchman vibe. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm glad, like, and they do this with each, each expansion, but I'm super excited for the fact that they've created this, like, new team of evil. And now it's going into, like, their henchmen, and then they each have their own style. And it's, I'm just, I'm excited for how this will play out. Um, mm-hmm. And they said that it's going to be for the entire year, so that's even better. Um, so
0: we've seen five of these lackeys Mm -hmm. so far, and I think they've, they've confirmed these five are what we're going to see for this set, but there will be more lackeys as the year goes on. And so these cards that generate random lackeys will either grow in their power. I have a feeling they're going to grow in their power. I don't know what else they have up their, up their sleeves, but, um, yeah, they're only going to get better.
1: But they're also, I mean, for low cost and what they offer, I think that it's a really great balance. We'll see how yeah. in actual gameplay how it ends out, but like mm-hmm. um, the one that I was watching be played was the goblin. And it's okay. like the give give friendly minion, the attack, and then rush. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was another one where it's, I can't remember off the top of my head, but where it's the um, uh, two attack. So you can attack like another minion on the board.
0: Or deal two damage.
1: or two, Yeah, deal two damage. Mm-hmm. And then you um and it, that was the video that they put out. But I was like, that is so fun because for low cost, mm-hmm. you can literally just clear your board and create create a more powerful minion and then boom.
0: Yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> I think, that, well, all of these are powerful in their mm-hmm. own right. I mean, the fact that there are, uh, the we ha- we've only seen one as of this recording for, uh, for lackey cards. It's a rogue card that's a three mana one five. And if you combo, you add two random lackeys to your hand. So the the effect of getting random lackeys makes it a bit more balanced because I think that if you could tutor out specific ones or like if you could discover a lackey or something, I'm worried that could be too powerful, honestly.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, but
0: but I think that they're powerful enough on their own, especially if you're getting two from that. And that that card is a rogue card. So rogue loves having low cost cards that it can combo with other stuff Mm -hmm. um so all these lackeys are one mana one ones and they've got these powerful effects um it'll be interesting to see how they develop it and again it's like more hype i'm hyped yeah. for the story over the course of the year but also this lackey mechanic how is that going to evolve over yeah. the year? are those cards going to be really bad off the bat and by the end of the year they're just going to be so overpowered that <laughs> they need to rotate immediately i don't know you know
1: yeah and i think i'm excited for something to flow in a better way like where the story and the cards that are beneath it are all mm-hmm. going to go together yeah so i don't yeah, feel I- like i'm playing like you know, a hero and then playing this set of cards that don't have anything to do with the hero. You understand what I mean? You know, like, (laughs) I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I I definitely feel you that, like, this feels like uh, like the henchmen, you Mm -hmm. know? I... That, that you would get and it'd just be some random guy who comes out of the woodworks and kind of does something and then goes away, you know, like that's what a hench, henchman yeah, would do. So, exactly. um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to feel all sorts of evil when this, when this <laughs> comes out. I think it's good. Okay. Tell us about the schemes then. So we got our lackeys. Got what our are lackeys. the schemes all about?
1: Um, so the schemes grow each turn, <laughs> which is so awesome. Um, so you, yeah, so they pretty much can, uh either increase they increase in stats so um attack wise i think you can like summon um different other minions and that all grows so like some of them are limited so the Mm -hmm. one that where you can i think it's a you can bring on a one one imp um sorry i'm so bad with names so you're good it's
0: um i've got i've got them in front of me it's a warlock spell that like uh Yeah, for three mana reform scheme, summon one 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 imp, and it upgrades each turn. Yeah. Two one one imps, three one one imps, all that,
1: yeah. So awesome. So you, I mean, so that one's limited. Like, you only have a certain amount of space on your board. But then there's um, the other ones where it's, like, shuffle a copy into, a copy of a minion you choose into your deck. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Togwaggle. Yeah, the Togwaggle. So then you have that, and you you just, I like the idea of something growing each turn. It's the same Mm -hmm. thing as, um the what were those the mana or the spell stones sure yeah Yeah.
0: How those upgraded Mm
1: -hmm. and i like i enjoyed that mechanic i thought that it was fun um it kind of gave me the freedom to be like i can use this and it's better if i wait but like if i have to use it now it's not the end of the world type thing Mm -hmm. um which which i did really enjoy so i i think that this is going to be another kind of um fun aspect where Mm -hmm. uh, it'll really i think it's going to change the gameplay
0: Yeah, I mean, it just it changes how you think about when this card is useful, because like Hagatha's Scheme is a five mana shaman spell that deals one damage to all minions and it upgrades each turn. So if this thing becomes a five mana deal, 10 damage to all minions, that's just that's insane. Yeah. But if you top deck this and you have nothing on the board and nothing in hand and it is a five mana deal, one damage to all minions, it's just completely pointless. Mm -hmm. So. I love how it's a nuance, like this card isn't just straight up good. Uh well, I actually I'm sorry, Hagget the scheme is straight up good. But <laughs> but it's not always gonna do exactly what you want. You have to plan well, you have to get yes. a little lucky about when you get it, and you're really gonna think about do I wanna keep this in my mulligan just to guarantee that it's going to be good for me later in the game. Yeah. Because you're def you definitely don't want to take it just to use it on turn five. Well, I guess by then it would be deal five damage. So Yeah. And I that's think- pretty good. That's pretty good.
1: Like, I like stuff like that because then if I'm in a situation where I have to use that, it's powerful Mm -hmm. enough that it does the damage I need by turn five. You know, like, if I'm in that situation where I just can't clear the board, then Mm -hmm. that'll be something that'll give me at least enough, probably, at least I would hope so, to Mm -hmm. kind of clear out most of it so that I could, you know, move forward and get through another turn. Yeah,
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how those play out. We've seen most of them. I think we're missing. Uh, I think we're missing Boom Scheme. Yeah, that, yeah, that just, just me- sounds fun to say. Boom Scheme. <laughs> um, that's so we'll see what thing. that one is. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: the names are all really fun. This expansion, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's yeah. going to be another thing.
0: Yeah. Interesting point to note, they actually said that they're not doing hero cards for this set. So I I think that's because the, the community is a little fatigued from uh, the, the, the uh, Frozen Throne ones just being so powerful. I think they did a very good job this past year of making cards that were powerful, but not too incredible. Um, And I I think they're just sort of trying to let that mechanic breathe a little bit. Maybe it'll come back Uh, even this year. Maybe I don't think they said straight up it won't happen this year. But for this set, we're just going to see each of the um, each of those villains uh, be a legendary minion card in their respective sets. And uh, we'll see two legendary two legendary minions, I think, for each Mm -hmm. um, for each class. So that's cool. Uh, What's next on the list here? We've got twin spell, which is a new keyword. Uh, twin spell is pretty cool so it's sort of like echo where when you played an echo card you would get another copy in your hand but you had to use it uh, by the end of that turn or else it would disappear twin spell takes away the you have to use it Um, but you will only get that one second copy so that's the clearest way I think to explain it Uh, the one they've given us is the forest's aid which is an eight mana druid spell twin spell and summon five two two treants so at face value it's it's fine like getting uh getting 10 10 for 8 is 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 pretty good and in a Treant deck with mulch muncher and stuff like that or i can't remember the card that uh, transforms all Treants into 55s five um it, it could could be interesting we haven't really seen that take off yet um i don't think this is the card to take it there either um, but, you know, being able to play out the card and then guarantee, okay, you've got another copy of it. Basically, you run two of these in your deck and you actually have four of them in your deck, kind of. So there will be some interesting nuances. And because this is the only twin spell we've seen so far, I think uh, I think we've, we've got a lot left to see. Like, are they going to have twin spells that you can play both copies on the same turn? Um, they will probably all be spell cards because that'd be weird to have a minion that had twin spell. I don't, um, think, I don't think that's happening. I hope they
1: don't do that. <laughs> yeah,
0: That'd that just, that just be weird. So I, I don't know. With all the talk we've been saying about how cool all of the mechanics are and how they feed into the theme, this is one that really just straight up doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little out of place, but it's interesting. I and I, obviously, we need to see a few more cards to really yeah. judge whether it's a worthy mechanic or not. But, um, but yeah, I guess I'm,
1: I'm indifferent about it. Like I'm like this. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. Um, I've been hit and miss with echo. Like I haven't really loved it. I haven't really hated it. So, uh, I, yeah, I think he, I can't wait to see what else they do with this.
0: Cause yeah. I really need more. <laughs> I, I'm sure that there's more context. Yeah. It. <laughs> and then one of the, one of the other exciting things is that they're going to have throwback mechanics in some of the cards. So because these villains are from different years, they are going to bring back a card for each of their, uh, each of their classes that, uh, that harkens us back to the sets that they are from. So uh, like Madame Lazul, we've seen has a card called Forbidden Words, which is a throwback to the Forbidden mechanic, uh, not mechanic, but the, I guess, the set of uh, those cards in Whispers of the Old God that would spend all your mana and do something in accordance with that. So it's a zero mana card that reads, spend all your mana, destroy a minion with that much attack or less. So finally, Priests can actually deal with four attack creatures, um, and I, I think it's it's interesting that they're getting something that's just such a heavy this could deal with pretty much anything on the board that doesn't have like can't be targeted by spells essentially.
1: yeah that one's gonna it, that's another thing where I'm like I can't wait to see this play out. mm-hmm so
0: yep and we've got uh so far we've seen also like uh omega devastator which is uh a warrior card that throws back to the boomsday project if you have 10 mana crystals it ha- it does a special thing so yeah it'll be interesting to see each of those it it kind of seems like a footnote also i like that they're doing that because it feels more flavorful for the characters um, but if it's just one card for each of those classes it's like oh that's uh i feel like feel like we could have seen more probably yeah. of exploring that, but I also don't want to throw out how much other space that they're exploring with stuff. Cause I'm sure that there are a million cool cards that we just haven't, we, we haven't even begun to imagine the insanity that's about to ensue. So, yes. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much... Those are all the high points of Rise of Shadows. Again, Tuesday, April 9th is when it's going to drop. They do have two pre-release bundles out right now that you can get. 50 packs for $50 with an exclusive card back and 80 packs for $80 with an exclusive card back and uh, Madame Lazul as an alternate priest hero. Uh, and those are us dollars i actually tweeted something about this out and had a lot of friends who are international say that uh, the the price is a little bit different for other regions so Hmm. i'm sorry if i were a part of blizzard i might do something if i could but i don't know if they can so anyway that is what it is oh and they also announced this is pretty cool that they're going to do the first week of the release they're going to have an exclusive bundle that's 10 bucks for nine packs and you get a free arena ticket with that, so oh. you always get you always get a pack with your arena ticket. So you you basically get like a little bit extra, and a dollar per pack we've always seen is kind of the best deal that they do. Other than like, um, I guess they've done stuff for cards that are in wild and stuff, but um, this it's pretty generous of them to do something that's much uh, a much lower bar bar, and uh, still can help some people kind of build up a collection there. So um, definitely be on the lookout for that the first week of release.
1: I'm actually really excited they're doing that because I feel like the biggest gripe that I hear about from people are that they are like, I can't just drop 50 bucks. Right. So like, I want to, you know, I want to spend 20 bucks and Mm -hmm. that, yeah, I feel like that's going to make a huge difference. Maybe just in positivity as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, totally. And you, I think they have said you'll only be able to buy it once, but at least it's something right. Yeah, Like it, it just gets you in the door. And I agree. Like, you know, I, I've always compared it to like the Wii games or Xbox 360 games I would buy all the time that were 50 or 60 bucks. I mean, I get so much value out of Hearthstone that it's mm-hmm. like, it makes sense to me, but it's also still a lot of money. Um, yeah. I, my tweet was actually me internally processing, do I really need to drop $80 on Madame Lazul? And I'm still debating, honestly. Because yeah. I it's it's a lot of money to pay for an alternate hero, so it's it's pretty. There's no question about it, but it's like, man, $80 is a lot
1: yeah.
0: to, to throw in there so.
1: And I always think like I rarely ever use those alternate heroes. Yeah. So that's what I always have to remind myself like do I actually need this? <laughs> yeah. The
0: real bummer was Mechadraxis because I did get oh, him, but Nemzi is so cool too. It. So I'm like, I'm I'm just always torn. Like, which one do I use? I don't want yeah. to have to choose. I'm, uh, they're going to need a random hero option here pretty soon. Now that that would we've be. got the random card back. So. I'm so
1: excited about the random card. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it's it's pretty nice. <laughs> that's so. lo- that's
1: late news, but I'm very excited about that.
0: <laughs> it was a much easier thing for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think that's pretty much it. Is there anything else for Rise of Shadows you wanna you wanna communicate, Lindsay?
1: No, that was that was it. We covered okay. it all.
0: Um, there's not a lot much else going on in the news because that's all that matters, honestly. So uh, definitely stay in touch if you're on Twitter. Uh, follow me at Andrew's Living. I'm tweeting out as much as I can when new cards are out to just uh, to just continue the hype machine that is out there. Um, so should be a lot of fun. We're going to take a sponsor break and talk about our Patreon here for the Happy Hearthstone. And I'm really excited to finally share with you all the stuff that I've been working on. And I'm going to uh, I'm going to flip the switch this week uh, with some new levels that are going to be on here. So the Patreon, I've told you all before, is the best way to support this show. Um, Really, it's it's um, in the past. It's functioned like a tip jar. And because the the show has always been free, obviously you can access it and it it always will be because, you know, that's this is about creating a community at its core. And what I initially created the Patreon to do was sort of to create some margin for myself to create more content. And I've really been thankful for the people who have jumped on to support the show at different levels. Uh, you know, I've been creating weekly exclusive content for people at the five dollar level for a very long time. I've been able to coach some patrons, which has been so much fun. I just got to coach uh, Menoc and Dante the other day, and we just had a blast. Um, we were comboing priests, we were not combo priesting, we were control priesting. Uh, Menach and I got combo priested, so anyway, <laughs> but uh, that has been so much fun, and the thing I've been trying to figure out. Is how can I replicate that? Because unfortunately, like my time is limited. Uh, But I I wanted to figure out ways that I could still extend coaching to people, even if uh, we might not be able to get a specific one on one hour long session. And the exclusive content for the five dollar level was a a first step for that. Um, But I've really been thinking about how can I how can I further that essentially? So the big announcement is that at the ten dollar level, I'm creating what I'm calling the Happy Hearthstone Inner Fire. Are you ready for this? It's not just a one mana card anymore that drives you insane. The Inner Fire is basically an exclusive community for people who want to get better at this game. I've talked to so many of you who want to get better at Hearthstone, but oftentimes it's really hard for you to know where to start. And the Inner Fire I'm creating as uh, this this place where you'll gain access to thoughts, deck lists, videos, and a whole lot more to help you out in your daily pursuit of becoming the Hearthstone player that. That you know you can be so honestly like this isn't for everyone um, if Hearthstone is just a game that you play uh, once a week and you know you check in on the happy Hearthstone to get your news and stuff that's awesome and I hope you keep coming um, but if you're somebody who's been trying to take this game seriously maybe you've pushed yourself you but haven't been able to figure out how to get over into that next level whether that's finally getting to rank 15 or obviously you know getting to legend one day if you want to get aggressive about that, I don't think that there's going to be a better option for you than to join the Inner Fire. Inner Fire is going to be an exclusive Discord channel where I'm going to be sharing daily thoughts about how the ladder is progressing. Uh, we're going to have some, uh, some hangout sessions in there where I'm going to be sharing exclusive thoughts on things that have helped me to get better. They're things that I've discovered through my coaching um, that have been helpful, uh, but it's not just for those, you know, that one person who needed to hear. Yeah, you need to, you know, you need to learn the match your matchups in order to know uh to know how to play a game. It's not just about the cards in your hand, it's about thinking about your opponent's cards. So, like those are simple things for me to throw out, but we're going to do deep dive sessions where I'm going to go in depth about how to apply those to your gameplay and really how to help you develop as a Hearthstone player. Uh, one of my greatest joys has been helping people in coaching to hit a next level, get to a new uh, tier that they haven't been to yet. And the Inner Fire is my way of being able to extend that and help to get more people in. So um, so yeah, I'm going to be doing more for this, but it's really going to be a special place uh, to connect and to help you get better. So if that interests you, you should go over to patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone. And check it out. Um, join the Inner Fire. And honestly, like I really believe this is going to be a place where you'll be able to um, just to push yourself and, and become better. So uh, there are more details that I'll be going into for the other tiers and stuff. Uh, but that's really the biggest new thing uh, that's in the works, except for one other thing. And this is actually true for everyone. So if you've been tuning me out because you're like, man, Andrew, I, you know, I love tuning in, but Patreon's just not something I can do right now. I totally get that. That's fine. But this applies to you too. So listen up. Um, I'm going to start doing a free monthly giveaway for packs for listeners of the show. And so here's how it's going to go down. It's going to be a giveaway that's associated with my newsletter. If you haven't signed up for that, you can go to the happyhearthstone.com slash newsletter and it's free to sign up. And on that, uh, you get updates about new content that I make. So new episodes, bonus episodes, wink, wink, nudge, nudge that are coming up. Um, and Patreon content that I that I develop, So you get updates about that. And I really want that to be a place where, um, where we're developing a relationship better because I know some people just don't have the time necessarily for Discord, Twitter, and that kind of stuff, but we all check our email, right? So this is a great free place to get updates about the show, but I'll also be rolling out some stuff uh, to you as well uh, that are exclusive like this free monthly giveaway. So we'll be giving away seven packs each month and it'll be your choice of which set you'd like. So, And all you have to do is sign up for the newsletter. Again, happyhearthstone.com slash newsletter. And bonus tip, if you are a patron of the show, you will get an extra entry into that giveaway. So pretty cool. Uh, really excited about that. Um, again, you can check out all the information for the Patreon at patreon.com slash the And sign up for that giveaway at the happyhearthstone.com newsletter. Okay. I've talked way too much about way too much. So Lindsay, (laughs) it's your turn, my friend, take us into new heights because I know that laddering and hearthstoning has uh, been something that you've been integrated for a long time, but you were telling me that it's really taken on a new, uh, a new bend for you lately. So tell us about like what you've been thinking.
1: Yeah. So, so uh, like I said earlier, I've had kind of a crazy past three months. So everything that's happened news wise, uh, has felt like it's happened, like, in the last week because I've really caught up on everything. Um, even though I was aware of it going on, it just, like, hit me. But um, I was one of those people who was furious with the ladder changes up top because since I am a casual player, um, having that five-star all of a sudden hit me that I had to beat or I had to get down to climb the ladder um, sure, sure. was impossible. So, like... Yep. I can't sit down and play for hours. Um, And I like, I think one day I went on Twitter and just tweeted about how frustrated I was because I was never, I never felt like I was getting anywhere in Hearthstone Mm. and ridiculous hat broke down, like how many games I would have to win to get from 25 to 20. Um, Because like, I think I had stopped playing for a month and went back and I was at 25 and I was like, what, how, Mm. like, how did this happen? I was so upset. And then, so climbing back down to 20 was just so hard. And and so I was just so frustrated with it. And I had literally just gotten in the groove of the five stars and just like accepting the fact that I was never really going to hit 16 again, you know, mm-hmm. and just sure, sure. rolling with it. Um And then they changed it on me. <laughs> And now, now it went back to the way it was. So, which is fine. I mean, I'm, I'm happy about it either way, but it's just kind of, I find it kind of humorous that I was finally like, okay, like I can do this. It's fine. I'm like, I'm happy. I'm happy with the state of the game as it is right now. Um, so I can't I can be upset that I, you know, I maybe need to play a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I was, we, I mean, we were talking about this earlier. Um, I've only ever gotten to rank 16. That's the lowest I've gotten, but right. um, I'm actually so excited now because since I haven't, I didn't play like in January or February. Um, I'm back up at rank 25. And the mm-hmm. last thing I want to do is climb back down to rank 20 and then like grind back down because my goal is to get to 15. And so I'm just now it's, it'll still be uh, split, you know, it'll be four stars mm-hmm. as before. So they literally just switched it back to before. Um, yeah. I'm glad that they changed it. Like, and I don't know how you feel about this because it's, you've been playing lower rank for so long that you're probably, it's probably just like second nature to have five stars. But kind of going through through um, the transition, I'm like dealing with the struggles and whatnot. And then I realized that uh-huh. I'm like, why am I so upset about this? <laughs> like, you know, but anyway, um no, I... I think that that just in I'm glad they did it because it made me kind of see the other end of it um, Um, and kind of appreciate what more serious gamers that play Hearthstone do and go through and like the frustration of, oh, my gosh, I bumped up to here and now I have to make it all the way back down. Um, Um, And that ratio, really that ratio of like how much you have to win and if you lose how much you actually lose in that ranking so i don't i don't know like in your experience um has when you transition i mean obviously it's been a while but when you transition from that three four and then five was that a tough transition to really like get used to or have you been doing it for so long that it's
0: well, yeah, I I try to stay really close to to the feelings of that um, because like I don't look at I didn't look at those announcements and say oh well I'm a I'm a rank three player so whatever you know um, be, because this affects a majority of people like we've taught or they've released some statistics that have shown us that somewhere around the along the lines of like seventy five percent of Hearthstone players are in the rank ten or below or some mm-hmm. or rank ten or above I, it depends on how you look at it like rank 10 to 25 that, yeah. that 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 scheme. So um yeah, I when I when I heard about the news that they were switching it to 5 stars for everyone I thought, "Oh, that's still that still feels like a lot actually." Yeah. And it especially feels punishing for the players who step away kind of like you did. Uh, for a little bit and then want to re-engage like it's mm-hmm. like okay maybe i i put this on the shelf for a while but i am excited about this new expansion i guess i'll jump in and kind of remember the quests and all that stuff and you jump in and you find out oh you're ranked 25 and it's going to take you at least 12 hours to get to rank 24. yeah um no and obviously that's an exaggeration right but <laughs> Um, but it feels like twelve hours. <laughs> totally, totally, and I get that. Um, the big thing that uh, that is on your side when you're in those ranks are the win streaks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you could be playing well and have a positive win rate and and never hit a win streak. Yeah. And so, without those win streaks, you can. Re- it will take a very long time, or it, it took a long time when it was on the five star system. So. Um, So, yeah, I think that they really they made a good uh, abandoned ship uh, move. (laughs) I I, I have no problem with somebody going back on what they said. uh, If it's if it's with a healthy dose of humility that maybe this wasn't the best choice. Yeah. Uh, And and I think that I, I don't know that they exactly came out and said that, but they basically did say that. So. Um, I think that it's much more encouraging because there's nothing worse than pe- players who want to engage with a game, any video game. They want to engage with the game, but they're too intimidated to actually do it, right? Yes, which um, I,
1: I experienced. I got um, one of my friends from work. She was over one night and we were like mm-hmm. talking about different games that I played. And she asked about Hearthstone and she was like, is that the game you play on your phone? And I said, yeah. And we we started watching streamers. um, And kind of just paying attention to like what was going on. We were watching like uh, their live stream. They had some news going on and she was like, I'm going to try this. Downloaded the game and did all the like trials and went to Mm -hmm. actually do ranked play and was terrified. Like she was just, she was just so frustrated because she's like, I can't win anything. I like don't know if I want to invest money and I feel like none of the cards that I'm making are great um, or crafting and or earning even from hitting different levels. And so she was just, she felt kind of lost. And, um, and she was listening, you know, and then I had my frustrations of like, I don't have time to play. And now I'm falling so far behind in um, my ranking and all this stuff. And and she's like, yeah, like climbing rank is hard. Um, and like, and so it was interesting to see a new player's perspective on that end mm-hmm. where I was yep. kind of like, It doesn't, it doesn't change, you know, like the process that we get somewhere may be different. So like someone hitting legend or someone that just logs on and plays or someone that's starting and has no idea the background of the game or anything. And really like the process of us going through um, the frustrations is really the same. And we're, we all face the same ladder frustrations. We just deal Mm -hmm. with them in different ways. And so it was really interesting to me and it kind of like made me step back. And, and look at it and be like, you know, I'm, I'm so frustrated about this. But like, what can I do to help her? Mm. So like, so like, I helped her build some decks, and I kind of like walked her through this, and I I went over like win streak, you know, that that helps you, and all this stuff. Mm. And I think she just hit rank twenty five. Um, but awesome. yeah, it's so exciting, and she she loves it. You know, she texts me randomly and is like, I took a lunch break and played this game um that's
0: even more exciting
1: exactly and i love that um i I love when my friends start playing games um Mm -hmm. but yeah but it was it was interesting to see a new player's perspective on it because she was just like this grind is hard like what Mm -hmm. is happening um and i actually haven't talked to her since they've adjusted it but um yeah i think that i think for her going down from like 25 on she'll have so much more fun because you really don't feel like i'm not getting anywhere you know right it, it feels a little bit more fluid um even if you just drop one you know but it's, yeah it's
0: the elusive um and important uh gosh i am having trouble with words tonight <laughs> i want to say scheme again and it's not a scheme it's just a thing okay <laughs> Um, it's the important uh, philosophy, I guess, I don't know, of, of progression, of mm-hmm. feeling like your gameplay matters. There are some games like chess or checkers where you know exactly what you're getting every single game. They can still be fun because every game is different, but you know what you're doing in those mm-hmm. Um But modern video games especially have become notorious about preying on the mental capacities of the human mind that loves addiction, that loves uh, gratification, that loves being rewarded with just a little bit more. That's why getting your golden heroes in Hearthstone feels so freaking Mm -hmm. good because you've worked so long and so hard. And now you've got this cool, pretty animation that everyone gets to see. (laughs) Um, so, so for the normal player, who's just like starting out, maybe picked up the game free, you know, last week or something, and is just trying to figure out these basic cards or something there, there's the great progression level of unlocking those basic cards. Right. If you remember that way back in the day, like that felt good when it was like, oh man, I got fireball. Like that's cool. Or, oh, I got mind control. This lets me just steal something. Yeah. Um,
1: and you can actually build a, you can build a pretty okay deck with those cards that you get
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so figuring out what that looks like for everyone on a laddering system uh is going to be very difficult because there are some people who well the people who don't care i guess you just can't please and so you don't have to worry about them but there's some people who honestly want to do well or they want to do better on the ladder. And they don't want to spend, you know, 15 hours every week playing this game. They want to pick it up maybe on their lunch break or when they've got a free night or something like that. For those players, they need to feel like their gameplay matters. Mm -hmm. And um, the tough thing about a game where one person has to win and one person has to lose, Uh, except for the stupid draw things. (laughs) Actually, I feel like I'm always amazed when a draw happens. It's like I saw a unicorn, you know? I've
1: only seen one in the entire time I've ever played.
0: See? That's exactly it. It's, like, just insane. But... uh, most of the time, someone has to win, someone has to lose. That means that when you queue up, you have to always sober-mindedly think, there's a good chance I could lose this game. Not because I'm a bad player, not because I'm terrible, or because RNG just wants me to be bad at this game, just because it happens sometimes. Like, they may have gotten an incredible hand. You may have gotten a bad one. Maybe you played something uh, inefficiently. I don't know. But... um Now I'm going off on a tyrant and I don't even know why, but, but what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say here is that um, it's really difficult for those players to be able to come up with a system that allows them to get a few stars um, because we all know how terrible it feels when you just see that star wiped away from you. Mm. It's like, oh, it was just pride or taken from your prying hands, you know? Um, so so the win streaks are a really clever way to kind of put in a mechanic where you're really doing well. And for those newer players or players who don't play as much, hey, if you get hot on this game, you can really scream up pretty quickly, honestly. Yeah. Um, so
1: Yeah, and I think that, um, like someone, I look at the people that I know that have been playing for, you know, as long as I have, the people that have been more, that are more serious about it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then my friends that are recently getting into it or that were, you know, WoW players and WoW is in this kind of um, pause right now in this low spot. And so they're like, hey, I'm going to try Hearthstone. And I feel like um, we all, <laughs> we're all approaching it from different ways. But um, I, I, since I am more of a casual player, I communicate more with the the people that are um, newer at the game kind of helping yeah, them yeah. out because I'm up there mm-hmm. giving them decks that I can play um, especially since I don't drop all my money on Hearthstone or even a lot anymore but um,
0: right,
1: right. I fe- and I feel like this it makes it feel more doable which is exactly what you were saying like sometimes you just need that especially and this was a huge thing that I had when they changed it when they changed the stars and that whole thing they also changed the prices for the game. It was like within the same time period where you no longer got like the 70 or 80 packs for $50 and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So it was like this two negative chunks of news that came out. And so for, for me, I was like, well, I'm not getting anything necessarily for free. Um, and then I'm frustrated because I'm spending all this time and I feel like I'm getting nowhere in the game that I love to sit in and play, but I like, don't want to sit in and play anymore because I don't feel right, like I'm doing right. anything. Um, yeah. I need to, I need to be, or I need to feel like I'm actively doing something. And this goes for any game, you know, everyone has its ups and downs and it's lows, but it's just been, um, it's been, I, it's funny because then I got used to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now I'm in this space where I'm like, okay, well I'm happy that it went back. To the way it was. So, yeah. yeah, I think that regardless, it's going to really, um, it's. I think it's going to be positive in the longer run, especially because I feel like more people are getting into Hearthstone right now, um, mm-hmm. or at least yep. finding an appreciation for it. And so mm-hmm. when you're not feeling like you're just punching away hours, you know, losing or even winning and just still staying high up, I think it's just going to be better for the community overall, um mm-hmm. top and
0: bottom. You know, it's funny when you were uh when you were talking about your background with the game and stuff and just saying that like you love like you're a casual player but you love playing decks that are fun for you. Mm-hmm. Um it just reminded like I mean, I'm a try hard, you know, like I wanna hit legend, I wanna learn the, the best decks and stuff like that. Um but it, it doesn't Mean that there haven't been decks or cards that I'm just drawn to like a moth to the flame. You yeah, know? like I want to make this work, and I think um, I think too often I I forget just how important it is, especially with a game that's lighthearted like this one, um, to just to give yourself to that. Sometimes you yeah. know, like it's not all about. Uh, I ranking up is important and fun and there, there are times where you can dedicate yourself to that but if you're not if you have gone like a week just try harding and not making progress or something like it might be really good for you to just tinker around with something insane that's been on your mind mm-hmm. or go just go over to hearthpwn there are always crazy decks over there that people are somehow doing insane with or just <laughs> so tweet play-
1: just yeah, tweet it yeah. out <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you ask, they will come. I I'm, promise. John yeah. Smoker will find you, oh, and yes. he will give you his Dragon Hunter list, and you will be better off for it. Oh, that um, his
1: Dragon H- Hunter deck is.
0: <laughs> I still haven't got to play. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not making time for to do that. At least every now and then, or when I've got a quest that it's like, well, I don't, I, I don't know how to play that. Well, let me go find a fun, ridiculous deck and just queue it up on casual or play against a friend challenge someone and and have a good time with it. You know, it's 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 important to feel like your time matters. And when you go in with the main objective of wanting to have fun, you can do things that uh, that force that. If you go in and say, oh, I have to have fun and hit Legend tonight, there's a good chance you can't. Those are competing interests, you know. But if you just go in and say, I need to get this daily quest done. Um, I'm just going to find a fun deck. It doesn't matter if I win or lose. Then the, then the pressure's off. You have a good time with it. You congratulate whoever killed you with the uh, insane meta deck, or maybe their own crazy creation. Who knows? Yeah, well, no, love, but e- either way, you're better off.
1: I love, it. like, I some one of my favorite parts of Hearthstone. You don't interact with the people, but you see these decks that people are playing, and I feel like that's such a form of expression. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it really is telling about some people, especially when you're, um, like. On rank 25, and you see someone using like a really complex deck, and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I like you. <laughs> you're like, I, cause, cause I have a more, more complex deck, you know? So it's like, I don't want to play against someone playing a basic deck because then I feel guilty. But it does, I don't know, there's different things in, in Hearthstone, um, that really like end up, you're able to express yourself without really expressing yourself and having fun with the different types of decks, like, who was it? Um, Toki. I wanted Toki so bad to be amazing. Right? Is that what it, Yeah. And I yeah. tried so hard to make decks with her, and I just kept losing and whatever. <laughs> and I, you know, like, I think Ridiculous Hat gave me a, a deck. Uh, Daniel gave me a deck. Like, it was just nonstop. And I was like, I just love this card. I need it to work. And I, it was exactly what you were saying. Where, like, I just had fun playing it. And I didn't. Mm. I didn't sit down and go, oh, my gosh, I'm not getting anywhere in that moment because I was trying yeah. to enjoy enjoy that. And there's other times where yeah. I, I, you know, I'm like, I lost 10 times in a row and I just need to win something.
0: <laughs> that's, and that's okay too yeah. when that happens, you know? Yeah. So I, just pay attention to what you need, you know? Like, I, I think it is one thing to get so obsessive with doing better or with just doing things the same way you always have done. I feel like it is a... Um, well I'm I'm going through that uh, 7 effective or 7 things of highly effective people mm-hmm. or 7 habits excuse me I haven't read through it so I'm making a, a a mental leap here but I know that one of the points in there is sharpening the saw and the idea is if you just keep sawing like y- your saw is going to go dull after some amount of time and so you have to take time to stop and sharpen it and stuff and so even with gaming like as a hobby you have to remember like if you get too stuck in a rut of doing the same thing every day you may not you may look up and realize I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. Like Cut that off before you get there and find ways to enjoy it or play something else. Yeah. I have a Steam library of games I'm never going to be able to get through. And I committed to myself this week. I'm playing, um, ext- what what is it called? Extremely ineffective golf or something like that. <laughs> It's it's a mini golf game where you throw your club and then you use landmines to to move the golf ball. Yeah. I was like, that sounds like so much fun. I need to make time for that because typically I would just, you know, play my highly competitive decks and, and have a good time and stuff. But I need to play something goofy because I'm. I am goofy sometimes. Yeah. well, I I'm... know it's probably hard to believe. But...
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I, I mean, like I had time to play games over the last two months with work, but I committed to myself in January. Like I need to dedicate and my focus needs to be on my job and mm-hmm. I need yeah. to put my energy into that. And so I especially like because I get well, Wow is probably the only game that I really get more competitive in um, and mm-hmm. it can suck my energy. And I knew like I can't do that. Like, I know where my mm-hmm. attention needs to be. Um, and and it was actually really good to take a break because I ended up taking a break from everything. Yeah. I didn't play on my computer. I didn't play on my Switch. Um, and I just, like, stepped away. And I cannot tell you how excited I am to log back in and start playing on April 1st. Like, totally. you know what I mean? It's just one of those things where I'm like, it's going to be the best thing ever. <laughs> and you're probably yeah, going to lose me for a couple of days.
0: Every single person who has done that for the game of Hearthstone, has come out on the other side loving Hearthstone more. Yeah. Or or getting a different perspective and saying, you know what, this game wasn't worth it for me, and I'm gonna go do something else. And that's okay too. Yeah. Like, it's just taking care of yourself. No one else gets to take care of you like you get to take care exactly. of yourself. Exactly. So do it. Well, in front, Do it, yeah. do it, do it.
1: Gaming is fun. We are all supposed to have fun and enjoy each other, enjoy what, like for this, what Blizzard has created and spent all the time doing and kind of just take what you can from it and add it to your life. Like it's, it's worth doing that. And when you just burn out on it all, it just makes it not fun. And then what else are you going to do? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. So. I, I, I feel like we got aggressive in the right ways here. Yes. So <laughs> I, I hope you, I hope you feel some tough love because that's truly what we're trying to do. We're all about um, self-care today. I, exactly. Right. Um, But yeah, I mean, Lindsay, is there anything else on this you want to talk about? No, I think that was it. Okay. Uh, I ended on a high note. Yeah, that I mean, I I don't think we can add to that, so we'll just we'll just kind of move on here to our community section. Um, iTunes reviews we talk about a lot because they really really matter. I don't know how much more I can convince you than to tell you that they really really matter. So do them, please. If you like the show, it's a free way to support it, and uh, I know a lot of you listen on Apple Podcasts because I have little statistics I can see. <laughs> I bet that's great. I can't honestly see much more than that. But I, but if you are listening on an Apple Podcasts, take a few minutes, just pause real quick, go over, leave a review, and um, I love reading these on the show. And I I'm really excited that I've been doing the uh, these rafflings uh, for people who have left reviews before. So I've got uh, actually there weren't there weren't many these past couple months who did this. So I uh, got very high uh, possibilities here. So let me. I've got my random.org pulled up, and I am going to generate the random result of one. How often do you get number one on the list? And one is my good friend and yours, Mr. Spartacus Fett. <laughs> Congratulations, my friend. You just got an hour of coaching, so reach out to me, and we will uh, we will figure out some time to help you up your game. And if you would like to uh, get into the drawing for that, I'll do it every other month. So next one will be in May. So you've got some time, but you just need to leave a review and send me an email at the happyhearthstone at gmail.com to let me know that you'd like to be entered into the drawing. And I'm so thankful for everyone who has left them in the past. I I would think it bad, uh, insincere uh maybe even a devastation of the human morale to not include you. So uh, I'm going there. If you've left a review in the past and you'd like to be included, please just email me at the gmail.com and I would love to put you in that drawing as well <laughs> um, but there are better things that I would love to do right now, Lindsay mm-hmm. and that is to celebrate whatever card you've chosen. In a way that should, you know, line up with the way that we tend to introduce the card of the week. But um, but you told me that you're ready to go. So are like, are you you really ready
1: for this? I mean, I think so.
0: (laughs) I'm not I'm not throwing any curveballs your way or anything like that. So why don't you bring us in when you're feeling it?
1: This is my Tar Creeper song, and I'm gonna play it. Been so long and forgot its attack went up, 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 all game long. Yeah, up, up, all game long.
0: Woo! Yeah! (laughs) Perfect song, perfect card. Tell us about Tar Creeper.
1: I'm so sad that it's going away.
0: (laughs) Oh, it was such a good little card. I know. No, it's been one of those cards where I'm like,
1: it's it's just been a solid 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 deck edition mm-hmm. so um yeah but I'm I'm sad to see it go away the memes on the internet have been amazing <laughs> They really <are>. um <laughs> and I really hope they Check don't have dance yeah so um yeah that's why I chose that as my card of the week
0: that's great. In case you can't remember, Tar Creeper is a three mana one five elemental with Taunt, and it has plus two attack during your opponent's turn. You know, it's funny because Journey to Angoro kind of gets a bad rap, I think, because people are sort of sick of quests. Um, I, I guess they haven't been overplayed, but it's just getting a little bit tired at this point. Um, and, and we rightfully associate that set with those cards. Mm-hmm. But there are other little gems like Tar Creeper, and I would argue it's Buddy Firefly that have been like staples of the meta since the very beginning. Um, you know, this is a great example of really good card design, I think, where they make something that has an effect that allows decks to fight off aggro early on in the game very effectively without giving them something that's just straight up overpowered, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I think Tar Creeper, honestly, is maybe a perfect card. And I wouldn't say that about everything in the game, but this is just, uh, it's it's stylistic it's uh yeah i just think it's a a solid ad, and yeah. it will be missed dearly it's probably time for it to move on because it's so efficient yeah uh but but it will be missed it was the best i heard
1: it it was it's the best best card <laughs> the saddest <laughs> well, best <very> card <laughs> are,
0: are there any decks that you especially uh, were fond of tar creeper in
1: um i always played it in my in my rexar deck
0: mm. so slow down odd palette
1: yeah yeah, exactly, um, and it, and it's also that card that you could you could literally play at any time of the game, and it was beneficial. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, when when I was uh, coaching Menoc that I referenced to earlier, mm-hmm. he had put in a Tar Creeper in that Control Priest list in place of an Acolyte of Pain, and. It it really did well to kind of mitigate some of those early game threats and stuff like that. Even just a one of in a deck is just really strong. I think any other control decks, though, really loved having two copies of this just to guarantee I, I, you know, to some degree, I really don't have to worry about that early game or anything Mm -hmm. like that. I just... You know, slap down this guy, and all the minions will get uh, sticky feet and not be able to rush to my face.
1: That's <laughs> yeah, so true. I
0: I assume that's how the function works. Always,
1: way, uh, yeah, like, for sure. It's a great visual. <laughs>
0: anyway, well, that was a really good choice. And honestly, our uh, our days are numbered in standard with this little guy. Yeah. So, um, he kind of looks upset.
1: Yes. Stop.
0: Stop. What. Well, <laughs> i'm just playing no you we we'll jump over to wild every now and then to say hello good buddy and i'm sure i'm sure if there is some kind of rotational list at some point or sets like that kind of make their way back i'm sure tar creeper will be high on that list Mm -hmm. so that'll be good well great well hey as we wrap up the show here i want to remind you as always that you are the happy hearthstone this podcast exists for you it's sustained by you um man it's an exciting time because the very next well okay so we have this extra special bonus episode i mentioned that's coming up but after that steve and i will be sitting down to record an insane amount of thoughts about every single card i know i i should have mentioned this earlier i know i mention it every now and then but if you're newer to the show and haven't been around for a review season you should go back and check out some of the review episodes we do they're uh, it's six hours spread out between two episodes because we are that much of uh, masochist that we want to do that. Um, but it really is a lot of fun. I, I know I love hearing other people's opinions about cards. And so I hope that this is a, uh, a good companion for you as you process the, all of the cards. We wait until all of them are out there so that we can rightfully um, figure out which is which. Um but I forgot to mention, we actually do have a spreadsheet that we uh, that we fill out our scores and thoughts on as we go and make that available to all patrons at the $5 and up level. So this is really the best time to be a patron also. Um, and you can go check that out. At patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone if you haven't yet okay so i have to give a huge thank you as always to risen and menach for being producers of the happy hearthstone thank you to so much for supporting the show and menach we had a great time with that control priest list so thanks for uh thanks for staying up actually we found a perfect time too i know he's in the eu so sometimes it's tough to figure out time zones and stuff but we figured out one that worked for both of us so yay yay us um so thanks so much for supporting the show at the level that you guys do. And as always, I'd love to know what you thought about this show, what you'd like to see added for future shows. The best way to get a hold of me probably is Twitter, so if you're not following me at Andrew is living, I would really appreciate that and I just love talking with people on there. Uh like Miss Lindsay over here too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh so yeah, go follow and join the community that's over there. You can also join our Discord channel which is a great place to connect with other people at the slash discord And uh, like I mentioned, I'm doing a a little bit of Twitch streaming this week. So be sure and check that out. Twitch.tv slash Andrew is living. And you can find the show notes for this episode and everything else at the happyhearthstone.com. Hey, Lindsay, it's been a joy having you on the show. It's been so great. I knew it would be great. I just didn't know it would be this great. <laughs> I mean, like I had high expectations, but then you went even even higher than those expectations. Yay. So I'm sure many listeners are feeling the same way and they'd love to stay connected with you. How can they do that?
1: So you guys can find me on Twitter at Linzel Tinsel. Um, it's as weird as it sounds. L-I-N-D-S-E-L <laughs> and then tinsel. Um And really, I interact with Andrew, everyone, pretty much everyone um, in Hearthstone. So if you can't find me, they can help. But that's really it. The only place I really hang out. Um, But seriously, thank you so much for having me and hanging out.
0: It's been my joy. I mean, that's really what this show is all about. It's getting to know new people, old friends, everything in between, and talking about this game we all love. So um, it's always a pleasure, and I'm sure that as Rise of Shadows comes out, I'm I'm really excited to see your lackey decks, so be sure to share those. Oh, you know I I will. I want to see just how much scheming you can do once once we see the villain side of Lindsay here. (laughs) That'll be fun. It will be a lot of fun. So, thank you so much for joining me, Lindsay. And hey, thank you so much for visiting the Happy Hearthstone and having a little fun with us. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye.